Have you ever wondered whether you have a guardian angel? Whether angels or spirits surround you, protect you, care about you, or whether you will one day have an angel encounter yourself? The angels are excited to give you the advice you seek. All you have to do is ask. Join Janine and Michael as they explore this and so much more on Calling All Angels Radio Show. Hello and welcome to Calling All Angels Radio Show. Today, we're very excited to have Priya Kajoria as our guest. She will share tips on how to manage and overcome manifestation blocks like fear, anxiety, and stuckness. She's also going to share tips on fun ways to manifest, and we will discuss how she does angel card readings. Priya is a certified life coach specializing in the law of attraction, a homeopath, certified Reiki practitioner, and a hypnotherapist. Among her other talents and interests, she is an angel, goddess, and oracle card reader, a believer in spiritual energy and conscious creation. Priya is a lead singer for an indie group, Peace of Night, and a voice actor for Skywind. My name is Janine Cota-Cabbage, and now I would like to bring on Jim Bensey, who is helping me co-host today's show. Hi, Jim. How are you? Doing great. Good morning, Janine. <laughs> Good morning, and it's nice to have you here. Thanks for stepping up to the plate. The little reunion Michael and I had last week was uh, very short-lived. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's, um, I, I don't think he was quite looking at his calendar, but he is off to his daughter's college with his wife, Wendy, to... Um, uh, they have uh, Parents Weekend at Caroline's College, so he's off today. So thank you once again for being here with me. I'm excited about today's show, as I know you are. And um, it was it, in Michael's absence, too. I, we had asked Priya if she would do the Angel Card of the Week for all of us, so I was really happy that she um, decided she would do that for us. Um, without further ado, on behalf of Jim and I, we'd like to welcome Priya to the show. Hi, Priya. How are you? <laughs> Good. Um, I'm Priya Kajuria, and I am so thrilled and excited to be here. So thank you very much for having me on. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being here. So before we get started with some of our topics for today, why don't you um, share with us the angel card of the week, or I believe it might be a goddess card that you pulled for us and your interpretation of it. Sure, sure. I actually pulled two cards for this week, and they are beautiful cards, I have to tell you. These are just fabulous. So before I pulled them, I set the intention that not only would they be the cards for the week, but they would also be a happenstance card. And what that means is that anybody who comes across the reading on your Facebook group or who listens to this call one day, this will be intended for them at that moment in time as well. So the angel card is the card of Athena. I'm gonna bring it close here to the camera in case you can okay. see it. This is the card, it's a beautiful card. It's the card of personal power. And it means that you are now safe to recognize and feel your inner divine power. Let it flow, let it be shared with all whom you come across because you have been holding it back with you know, certain fears, maybe fear of criticism, fear of sharing these sort of things and maybe with people that wouldn't understand, um, 
even worried maybe that people might disapprove and it just wouldn't fit into their idea of who you are, the roles that you play in this lifetime. And perhaps there might have also been some fears that your energies are you know, imbalanced. There's more uh, a stronger masculine energy that comes across with power. When in reality, power is innately balanced. There is a balance between the yin and the yang, the shiva and the shakti, the feminine and the masculine energies of the universe are held together with power. It's force that's a slightly different context. And sometimes we are confused by power versus force. So power is innate. And it is something that, you know, often through, you know, whether it's social or cultural upbringings, we tend to sort of tamp down and we look externally for power from others, for answers, for clues. And really, you know, the clues are out there, I like to say, in our life, but the answers are always within. And that's where our truth mm. lies. And if you are hearing this message or reading it on the Facebook group, this is a time that the angels want you to know that you can recognize, it's safe to recognize your power now, let it out and let it shine. So that is the angel card of the week. I'm going to now share with you um, Janine and James, the goddess card of the week, and also another happenstance. And this is the card of the goddess Ishtar. Now Ishtar is a goddess of you know, the real feminine, divine, nurturing, mothering, this sense, uh, the, this goddess who has been around, you know, from Babylonian times. So now Ishtar is about knowing how and where to share your energy and how to distribute your energy to others. Because as light workers, there's a tendency for us to give and give and give. We want to help so deeply. We want to help raise the consciousness of you know, the earth, this planet, life, and so forth. And we do this sometimes at the expense of ourselves. So we, we unknowingly sometimes and unwittingly drain our own energy. And so the appearance of Ishtar in our life in these cards is there to remind us that we need to come back to self to go to the source where everything begins, which is within you, and make sure that you are taking the time to refresh, to re-energize yourself, to set your boundaries. That's the most important thing. Set your boundaries. Know that it's absolutely okay to do so. You don't have to be a martyr, and I use that in a very loving sense because we do these things, martyr-like things, with love and service. But you have to do this for yourself to start and you have to continue to refresh yourself because the energy that you are giving to and sharing to others, you must continue the flow back to yourself. So the way that I like to look at this card and I interpret as well this message from Ishtar is that if we from a law of attraction context look at well-being, so we always look at well-being as our baseline, right? So we have certain needs of our own each person is different. We need a certain amount of hours of sleep or, you know, or liters or gallons of water that we need to drink, but we have certain needs. And that, once we're giving away our energy, we are taking the chance of moving below our line of well-being for ourselves. So addressing and making sure that you, you know, take care of your daily needs brings you consistently back up to that baseline of well-being. Things that you do over and above that takes you beyond that level. So one practice that I'd like to recommend to people 
is to make a little, your own little personal list. So make a list of your daily needs. Like you need your eight hours sleep or you need this and this. You'll know what that is. It's different for everyone. And that, make sure you do that every day. Don't put it off. Don't say later or somebody else is coming first. You come first and you need to do this. This will continually refresh your energy to that state of well-being. You have another list. Make that your list of loves, things that you love to do. Maybe you love to, you know, dance in the corner with some fun music that you love. Maybe you love to take an hour and just read something hilarious or watch a very funny show uh, or silly show, something, something, but your list of loves. Make sure you do at least one of those things every day because that takes you from your state of your baseline state of well-being and boosts you up into that prime state of joy and happiness and love and that state that that area between well-being and all of these higher states are what continually attract synchronous events people and experiences to us that are beneficial for us and for them in this coexistence of life well, that's, that's really beautiful. Thank you for sharing that, um, that with us because, you know, some of the things I knew and then some of them were just introduced to me. Like, I, I like the way that you described um, the bridge between that well-being and the higher states as well. You know, if we can all be a little more conscious each and every day, I know just as a mom um, and a wife and, you know, uh, every, a daughter and every, all the other responsibilities and jobs that go on, a lot of times my energy is that. And I'm sure many people listening today today's show will benefit um, from that because we're all in that path getting so much done, you know, and um, I love the fact that you said, you know, put yourself first, you know, make those list of needs, you know, and, and recognize what they are so that you can get back to um, well-being and then obviously those higher states, you know, once that's attained and making your list of loves, I mean, that's right, what's going to put you in the joyful, blissful state. So, I mean, I know, I know I have moments of that and I, uh, it, it, it feels wonderful as, you know, as I'm sure everyone else believes the same when we get to those states, you know, it's like, so euphoric, you never even want to come down from it, but that's, thank you for, for letting us, um, sharing that with us. I think those are amazing tips. Um, what I thought maybe before um, we get into talk about manifestation blocks and fun ways to manifest and that type of thing, you shared with me um, the story, you know, it's kind of funny because Pry and I met actually through, um, it was, it, you know, talk about synchronicity, right? Um, we met on another group and she kind of reached out to me and just felt like I um, needed an angel card reading, which I did at the time. I emailed her back and asked her if I can have one done. And it was just spot on. And it was so perfect that um, truly no one else in my life would understand how perfect it was in the moment. So, um, you know, it was meant for us to meet because I have to tell you at that time, she did not even know I was one of the co-hosts of, of the show. So talk about synchronicity, you know, we're all vibing at the same level and this was just meant to be. So super grateful for that. But um, Priya, you had shared with me um, that um, the confirmation that you received when you started, um, you know, doing the angel oracle goddess card readings. Um, can you share uh, that, that little story about the confirmation you received and you knew you were on the exact right path to follow um, sure. and pursue with this? I found it fascinating. <laughs> really fun story. I had been doing angel card readings for myself for many years. And at one point I decided to start 
offering them. I just had this inspired feeling to, to share them with others. And I uh, started a, a certification course, Angel Card Reading, with this fabulous psychic. Um, and um, it's actually Dr. Carol Nicholson, and she's got these fabulous degrees in paranormal sciences and metaphysical sciences. And I thought she'd be somebody amazing to learn this from. So I am not a psychic myself. So the way I read the cards is more on an intuitive level. I do a white light meditation with the angels. I ask for their guidance in selecting the right cards. I do not read the cards until I feel that connection. And I see them in my mind's eye, I see them. And I feel this white light that comes down through my chakras to my heart. And I feel the most amazing, overwhelming sense of love and joy. That's the only way I can describe it. And I send that white light out to the energy of whoever I'm doing the reading for. And it's a very beautiful moment because I'm connecting. There's a three-way connection happening here, connecting with the angels and connecting with the person I'm reading for. And it's just a pure flow of love. It's just the most, I can't even describe how wonderful that moment in time is. So I would do the readings and send it to them along with my intuitive interpretation of the cards read. Now, at one point in time, I had just had this slight doubt that came out of, I don't know where, I was just about to go for my evening walk. And I thought to myself, well, you know, what if I'm just, you know, kind of imagining, I'm just picking the cards and I'm imagining, what if it's all in my mind, you know, uh, maybe it's just so lovely and fun that I'm, you know, I'm just getting carried away. So I, you know, I'd really like a sign from the universe that this is not, that I'm actually having this connection. So while I started my walk, I said, okay, um, dear angels, can you just please give me a little sign that I'm actually really connecting with you? And I said, so um, can you maybe show me a little sign, like maybe a white feather? So I was going for a walk on the waterfront and until I kind of laughed to myself because there's about a million seagulls. So, you know, there'll be white feathers everywhere. So I said, okay, now I've got to make it more specific, um, a pink feather. So I continued my walk, which was about an hour. And I was so excited looking everywhere for a pink feather. When I see it on like some kid's toy, on a hat, nothing came back from the walk, nothing. Um, and I was wearing a summer dress. So I, it happened to have a lot of patterns and, you know, flowers and this and that. I thought, Maybe it's on my dress. So I looked all <laughs> nothing. So I walked around the house and I, you know, I almost was tempted to Google pink feathers, but of course that's kind of cheating. So I didn't. And I looked everywhere for pink feathers, nothing. So I went to bed. I was rather bummed out. And from nowhere, I just felt this overwhelming sense of love and almost amusement. And it's like that I had this message that came to me that just said, not only are you going to see your pink feather, but it's going to be so in your face. And it was just, there was so much joy and amusement behind that thought that just came out of nowhere. So I went to bed the next day. I walked into the room where I was that afternoon, and there's a window ledge right at eye level. And there sitting on the angel up of the angel ledge. <laughs> They're sitting on the ledge of the window was <laughs> a peregrine falcon. A what? A peregrine falcon. So I first thought it was a hawk. And then when I looked online, I was like, oh my God, this is a peregrine falcon. And they are actually an endangered species up here in Canada. And this falcon was just sitting there on the window ledge and was just staring at me. So 
you know, I kind of crept up to the window looking at it and I was kind of astonished. I'd never seen a bird, any bird on my window ledge, let alone an endangered species, a peregrine falcon. So I looked at that bird and just kind of turned my chair around and just sat gazing at it. And that falcon was on my window ledge for four hours. Wow. In at me for four hours. I mean, how crazy is that, right? That, that's, a, yeah, that's a totally like that, that in itself is a sign because I don't think any bird sits there for quite that long. No, that was, it was, it was just so amazing. And then at one point, and I was not connecting the pink feather at all because this was a falcon, it had white, dark feathers. And at one point, there was a group of people standing around me all looking in at the, at the falcon. And at that moment, the falcon chose to raise its wings right up there. And as it rose, as it, its wings went up, its chest feathers spread open. And they were like, you know, these baby feathers kind of on the inside. And right in the center of its chest was a blush pink feather. Ooh, I just got chills. <laughs> that kind of a moment, too. I had goosebumps, the hairs on my arms just stood right up. And I had a shiver and I just, I said to everybody who was standing around me, I said, anybody else seen that? Do you see a pink feather or is it just like my imagination? They were, oh my God, that's a pink feather. And it remained there for, because I was about halfway through and this beautiful bird remained there for another two hours, just looking in and then whoosh, just flew away again. And, and after that moment, I've had just no doubts whatsoever um, that the connection is real and that I, I feel so honored and humbled to be able to have that guidance to pick something for anybody who would like that. And, uh, and again, just to be able, to, my favorite things in life are to connect with people and then to connect with angels is so joyful. So to be able to do both, it's like, oh my God, this is just, this is beautiful, I love it, so. Absolutely. What a beautiful blend for sure. I love that story. I honestly, you know, you did tell me that, but when you explained it again to all of us, I literally am infused with my little angel bumps all over because it's just such a magnificent story. And, it, you know, and it is confirmation. You know, sometimes when we ask, we get those answers. We get the signs. All we have to do, you know, you asked for the sign. And, and, and not only did you ask for the sign, Priya, but you got very um, specific as to what that sign would be, you know, looking for a pink feather, which would be extremely rare, right, to find such a thing. And then it wasn't until the falcon, um, you know, opened up the wingspan that you saw that. And what positioning of that, like right on what would be our, like our heart area, right? So that's amazing. You know, it kind of, re it reminds me of the story when my husband and I were traveling in Europe this summer, um, I tend to get um, automatic uh, writings. And, uh, you know, it's after I pray and meditate in the morning, I, I'll have, or, or they, uh, to be quite honest, these messages come any time of the day. They could come morning, noon, night, even when I'm in bed. But this particular one, I happened to be traveling to, to go to our first stop in Vienna. And I got out my iPad because I was getting the messages and they usually come pretty fast. So I like to keep up with it. And I was told three things I would see. And it's funny that you talk about a pink feather because I was told I would see the most gorgeous pink flower that I've ever seen in my life. Indeed, that did happen. I didn't even know we were going to these magnificent gardens at a palace. I had no clue. Didn't know what the artillery was really about that day. I also was told um, that I would see vibrant pink. And it's the funniest thing. And, um, and that, that was going to, uh, and then I would see a butterfly. 
And that was, that was a, a confirmation and a sign from my dad. But when, uh, when, when I was told, and in this moment, I don't remember why I was to see the vibrant prank, but the funniest thing was when my husband, we decided to sit at a little cafe and, you know, Vienna is just beautiful and very rich and lush and gorgeous. Um, my, I said to my husband, let's sit and, you know, you could have a cappuccino. I'll get a tea and we'll share a little dessert. Well, I wanted, I was picking a place that was very, you know, it was outside and very garden-like, you know, with the greens and beautiful. And he just insisted that we go down the way. He saw something and he wanted to take me to it. He had, at the time, zero clue about me, what I did on my writings. And he's like, let's go there. Not only was the little cafe pink, the, the outfits the girls wore were pink, the napkins were pink, the salt and pepper were pink, you know, with brown or pink with white, everything was pink. So it's undeniable at times when we, sometimes we ask for these little signs um, just to know we're on course and on path. And sometimes they're just revealed to us, you know, and the whole thing about that, I think is just staying open, just staying aware, just, you know, realizing what it is around us and we'll get that confirmation. And once we do, and we know we're on that path, you know, it just feels right. We feel like, you know what, we're exactly where we need to be. The timing is perfect. And we're, you know, and, and, and also to me, it motivates me to keep forging forward, you know, to pursue that, whatever it is I'm doing. Um, this being one of, one of the, one of my paths, you know, cause often I'm, I'm, I'm told that um, I need to, my voice needs to be heard uh, far and wide, you know, and uh, to bring people forth like you um, to, you know, enlighten and uh, encourage and, you know, share wisdom with our audiences. So thanks for sharing that story. So let's move on maybe and talk, start talking about some manifestation blocks. You were mentioning they can show up in, um, you know, and I loved your word. You, you first said anxiety, fears, but you also said stuckness. And I was like, wow, you know what? It's so funny because I actually Googled it and I was like, ah, stuckness. It is actually a word. And I just thought it was so cool. And then, um, you know, we, we could first start with that and maybe your tips to move past them. And then we'll, we'll go on to talk about some fun ways to manifest some things. Sure, sure. Okay, so, well, manifesting, I, I feel, is really based on clarity. The clearer we are about what we want, the faster it's going to come to us. But sometimes what happens is there are things that come up that cloud that clarity. They can be thoughts and they can be feelings. And what do you do when you've come across these types of blocks? Um, how do you move past that? How do you move on? So, what I often uh, suggest is, you know, it, it's fine to sometimes say, well, we've got to get ourselves into that high vibing state. But as we all know, we can't go from zero to 100 instantly, right? There, there's a natural progression. Yes. For, you know, for those who love Abraham and Joshua, um, we know that there's a certain scale, an emotional scale as well that we need to move up. So why not play with that and use that for our benefit, right? So the first thing I suggest is to get to the root um, and, and see what exactly is going on. So clarify what this problem is. This so there are two things come out of this. One thing is that you do actually end up clarifying what the problem is, what's stopping you. Secondly, is you're distancing yourself from the moment of that 
you know, that stuck feeling or that anxiety or whatever that issue or emotion is, you're just distancing yourself slightly in order to be able to ask yourself, what is this? Like, what am I feeling? You know, um, is it a fear? Um, is it, is it something that happened? Is it a depression from something that I did or didn't do in the past or something that did or didn't happen to me? And if it's in the past, well, unfortunately, we can't change the past, right? But we can decide what we want to take from that. You know, yes. thing, you know, terrible it happened. There is no benefit. It's not helpful for us to say, oh, did I attract that? You know, because maybe from a metaphysical aspect, whatever the case of that is true, that's not helpful to us at this moment in time or to our natural progression. We've got to look for ways to make it helpful for us. So we say, well, how can I rise from this? Stronger, better, more powerful. What can I take from this thing that happened in the past? Forget about whether I attracted it or not. That's not important. What's important is where am I going to go from here? So that is I, I wholeheartedly agree with you that with that um, a lot of people do get stuck in that you know they they can't get past that step of saying why and why did I track that or whatever rather than realizing it happened it's in the past what can I take it from that to move forward so I really appreciate you spending some time on that you know like we have to realize we have to move past it and what we should take instead of getting, because that is getting stuck. A lot of people, we do that, you know, um, just in, in human form, we tend to get in that stuck state. So it's moving past that and taking with, um, you know, whatever that, that event, that situation was supposed to teach us to move forward. Exactly. And most importantly, when doing that, use compassion towards yourself. Because one of the biggest things that comes up with manifesting blocks is the inner critic, the habit of criticizing oneself, sort of limiting our um, thoughts about, you know, what we've been doing, comparing ourselves. You know, this is very much part of the culture that we're in, society that we're in is geared to be judgmental. You know, that's what you read. Any newspaper article has something, a context of judgment to it. And so we tend to do that without really thinking about it or realizing that we're, we're unnecessarily doing something, again, that's not helpful for us. There's no point in criticizing or saying, oh God, why did I do that? Or why did I let that happen? If only I had done this or done, forget it, it's done, it's over. Know that you came out of this to be here in this very moment. So just that itself shows that you have risen and you are now moving past that. So keep going, baby. Just keep going. What, <laughs> what pulls you forward? So, so that is first. That, and then the other thing, too, is anxieties. Anxieties about what might possibly happen in the future, right? Again, that's another thing that we condition ourselves to. But honestly, we don't really know 100% what we're going to have for breakfast tomorrow. So right. how do we know what someone else is going to be thinking, you know, and put in their minds or the situation? We don't. In, by the act of setting up an anxious scenario, we're actually pre-paving. We are creating that in our mind in advance. We're visualizing it. So that's something that we should always be aware of. And all of us do it. We're all human. I do it, you know, sometimes. So I got to remember, remind myself, backtrack. No. Is this what I want to create? That's what we ask ourselves, really. Yes, that person has done that to me in the past. But if we think that we're all on our own growth paths, then we don't really know if the same 
situation is going to happen tomorrow. We don't know. So what happens is this becomes a type of mental clutter. It's all these thoughts that keep revolving. Oh, this happened in the past. So this is possibly going to happen in the future. And then, you know, combine that with, oh, gosh, I wish I'd done this or not done that. Do you see how much clutter that is? And yes. that clutter takes away from the clarity of where we want to go. Because really, that's all we have. We have this moment in time and we have where we want to go and how we're going to do it you know how we're going to live that way on the way forward so dealing with letting go of the past understanding that tomorrow you have the power to prepay so you know soothe the anxieties soothe the past feelings and how do you soothe well there's many ways you can soothe that you can you can chat with a great friend who has always been supportive for you. You can, um, you know, you can write journals. Um, you can talk to yourself. You can use EFT. Some people love tapping. They use that. Um, I use a method that I developed called Vibe Align, which is kind of a two-part natural healing and manifestation system where there, it combines Reiki, so touch, modifications of touch, the chakra and you know chakra healing energy flow and as well intuitive healing and intuitive words that we use to ourselves so for example I'll, I'll just give you one line of one of them let's say you are feeling very anxious right now about something you can use the EFT line that always ends with um, I deeply and completely love and accept myself so even if you don't know what you're anxious about just say look even though right now I'm so anxious about this I deeply and completely love and accept myself. It's actually a very powerful statement. Yes, just, it is. Yeah, and you can just say that over and over to yourself, like a bit of a mantra, just say it over and over. So you're self-soothing, and you're also acknowledging that you have this anxiety instead of trying to push it away under the rug or pretend mm -hmm. it exists. You got to just accept it and just move on from there into your power, which you already have. So... Um, that, that works to help soothe and to help release. And then you want to redirect yourself back to where you want to go. So it's, it's kind of a combination of identifying this mental clutter, which affects your clarity, finding your own way that works best for you on how to deal with this clutter, clear it, move it on out, move past it into your power and back towards where you want to go. It sounds complicated because we love complexity we love movies that are complicated we love love stories that are all complex it's just part of the fun right but the but the way that we can make it more and more simplified for ourselves is just to get your own system work on your own system see what works for you try different things read different books about how to do all these things you know there's no one teacher that teaches the best and only way there's many that will work for you in different ways. So search out there for what works for you and helping to soothe and release all of these blocks so that you can go where you were meant to go, into your power and towards what you want to create in your life. Building that clarity, the clearer you get, the faster the momentum happens. And as you start with these one little two steps a day towards what you're going for, it is incredible how the universe pulls towards you these synchronistic experiences and people that fuel again that manifestation um, happening with that momentum and you're co-creating it 
Yes, 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 we are. You know, and I really love that um, you spend some time just, uh, you know, being kinder to ourselves too and, and having that awareness and that understanding because if we're so hung up on, on that and can't move past that, then how do we move forward? You know, you just simply can't. You stay stuck. And, um, you know, it's, I know sometimes I'm too hard on myself. I think, I think a lot of us do. I think, I think we all know our potentials, right, or uh, hopefully are aware of our potential. And, uh, you know, sometimes we expect too much from ourselves. And, you know, it's almost like giving yourself a pass card, loving yourself and getting past that. So, um, you know, I, I've done it many times myself, as I'm sure many of you have done as well. So I think that's some really valuable advice and tips that you're sharing with us today. You know, we just have to start implementing them, you know, and different things, like you said, different things work for different people. I, I just recently had a tapping sensation. Uh, it was, I mean, I'm sorry, session. And I was going to say, I didn't realize the sensation that I would have um, after that. I didn't realize the emotions that it would bring forth. I didn't realize, you know, and it actually brought forth healing as well. And, and that was just after one um, one session of, of tapping. So, you know, I, I walk away kind like kinder to myself after having had that experience. So different things work for different people. And like you were mentioning, um, uh, Priya, that you just, you know, look at it, um, know that these people are coming you know, in alignment with you, they're showing up the synchronicities and, you know, just be open and aware and just know that they're, it, it's all being divinely orchestrated for us. Everyone that we meet in our path, on our journey, through that day, they're, they're showing up at the exact right time, you know, both for them and for ourselves. Yes. And I love that line by Joshua, everything that you experience is there for you, not to happen to you. Mm-hmm. We, we take, you know, we take from it, I think, what, what's helpful. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I like the way you look at that. Um, so what should we talk about next before we take on a caller or two? <laughs> um, let's see. Okay, so I'm going to give some tips about manifesting, if that's okay. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about some of those fun tips to manifest. We all want to do that. <laughs> Do share. You're on a roll now, so let's keep it going. So it is fabulous to have goals, goals, desires, whatever you want, because it directs your energy in that direction. Now, when you actually end up achieving or receiving those things, you know, it may or may not happen. But again, that's based on many factors because your desires might change along the way as they should. And then you know, the whole point is the journey, as they say, right? But again, being in a very goal-oriented culture, we tend to focus on the end result. That is all fine, as long as we are always understanding that the joy and the juice is in the moment, the present, the creating, the, the excitement, the happening, um, and the connection, right? Because we're always building connections with people along the way. Again, it's, it just feeds, that energy feeds off each other in the most beautiful way. So when manifesting, um, I always suggest to first clarify it. So clarify it and decide what is it that you want really. You know, make it, make it really uh, visual in your mind. Like it's so much easier to visualize what you want for dinner than what you want to do in five years or what you want in your life. 
but that's just because we've had more practice with that. So it's really helpful to take some time and really think about things that you desire, what you want, uh, what kind of experiences you want, what, where would you like to go, maybe what sort of places, what countries would you like to visit, what things would you like to do. Just, you know, have this amazing little, you can do it online, you can have a vision board like some people do. I like to keep a visual um, online board, which I add right. my stuff to. And That's good too. And I actually keep vision boards. And it's funny, you can see um, how much you manifest off of those each and every day. You know, it's amazing because like it's right there in front of me. But I mean, honestly, um, I think a lot of people are starting to do things online as well. Now, it, it all works. You know, it's funny, you mentioned, um, you know, uh, uh, See, uh, how you see yourself in five years. And yesterday, somewhere, I saw a quote, spend more time focusing on who, who or where you're going to be in five years, rather than worrying about all the little silly stuff that, you know, is, is around us right now. Like if you, if we, and there, it goes back to what you discussed earlier, setting your intention, you know, where is it? Where are you going to place your focus? Where are you going to you know, obviously, like you, we discussed earlier, we're helping to create, right? We're co-creating. So if we look at that and we get clear and set the intention of where we're going, wow, what a better investment of our time to, to focus on who and where we want to be in five years rather than we can't, like we discussed, uh, we can't change what happened then. But we certainly can, we certainly have every bit of, um, uh, like we, we are participating in co-creating the future. So why not focus that way? Exactly. And it's, that, it's more healthy and productive. Exactly. It's more healthy and productive. And also the act of preparing for the future happens in the now. See, your, your power is always in the now because those are the steps that are taking you towards what you want. So what I suggest is pick one goal for fun. When you're new to manifesting, or even if you find yourself cluttered with too many things that you want to manifest. When I say too many things, it's not really such a thing as too many things, but when <laughs> you find that you have so many that you're not able to focus on one particular one with enough clarity, then just pick one for now. Pick one, get it really clear in your mind, and then just take two or three steps a day. That's all you need, two or three steps a day. The trick is to make sure you take those three steps a day the other trick is don't make them those boring old goal steps. Oh God, I have to do those three things. And you know, they're, they're the kind of things that you're just like, Oh God, I guess I've got to be all rah, rah, rah about it. No, 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 no. They have to be inspired. And if you don't have any yet, just think about it. Just think about the vision again in your mind. And the more you think about it, then just put it off, put off the steps until you feel inspired. Because if you're not taking inspired steps, then what is this now moment doing for you? It's just being filled up. Your now is being filled up with boring steps that, you know, mm -hmm. thinking of, you know, it's hard work that I just got to go and get through to get to where I want to be. But in the now, you're creating it with that vibration. So that vibration is going to continue. So you've got to make sure that the steps that you're taking in the now and that you choose to use in the now are of the vibration that you want, which is inspired, it's going to attract, and it's going to continue that momentum. So what you do is you take three steps, two or three steps, and I say only a few because that way you know you can at least do those many. And you, if you get more inspired ideas, take, take more. There's no you know, uh, hard and fast rule with that. 
redirect yourself if you get off the path because we all do that, we're human. So you build your vision, you pick some steps, inspired steps, take them every day. You get off, the tra- get off track, just get yourself right back on again. Pat yourself because you're still there. You're still yes, on Yes, love it. <laughs> <laughs> Deal with the fears as they arise, as we were talking about earlier. The, the anxieties, the depression, the stuckness, deal with them as they arise. Be kind. You can only love yourself because if you don't love yourself, who's going to, right? <laughs> Absolutely. I agree with that too, wholeheartedly. <laughs> it all starts there. Exactly. And let's talk about failures. So celebrate every perceived failure by patting yourself on the back because you moved forward and you're going to again. Whether it's with that goal or another, your energy is going to keep moving forward if you let it. So we all know stories about fabulous, not just historical, but current day, you know, icons who got where they are by going through tons and tons of failures. Yes. Or what we call, what we think of as failures, but really, you know, we're just steps on the way, right? Right. right. I was going to say perceived as failures, but sometimes they're not, you know, it's just the progression of how things are meant to go. And I like that, um, that you mentioned, um, you know, when we get off path, just come back on, you know, give yourself that pat on the back. You know what? You had that recognition to realize that, Hey, I went off path there, you know, and that, that very well, um, you have the awareness of that. And that's the only way we can, you know, move forward. Um, recognize that, be, be, um, be kind to yourself and, and move forward. Exactly. And there's one exercise I love to suggest to people because it's fun and you can do it every day. And it's a kind of a collateral exercise when you're manifesting every night before you go to bed, either write out or type out in your email draft or wherever you like to 10 awesome things about yourself. This is aside from, we all know about the gratitude journals. Gratitude journals are fabulous. And by the way, we have gratitude parties in my Facebook group, the Magical Circle. So feel free to join and join the party anytime. But let's get back to the awesome things about yourself. We are, again, conditioned to sort of see ourselves in certain ways through the eyes of others, perhaps. And, you know, we're supposed to be kind of modest and uh, allow others to maybe praise us and, you know, look for it, be coy and look for it in indirect ways. I say, forget all of that. No, <laughs> you are a fabulous being. You are here in this moment of time. You know, all the odds of you even being alive, you know, they're just incredible from a science perspective. So just forget about being modest. Look for the wonderful things in yourself because again, as we all know, law of attraction when you see that and when you recognize it, you're giving life to that energy, that focus, and you're going to bring that out even more in yourself. You will continue to unveil and reveal and peel away all your own layers to reveal more and more beauty and strength and power in yourself, which can only benefit the world, right? Yes, yes. Say in a, you know, I'm not trying to say this in like a you know, megalomaniac kind of um, way, but in, in a true understanding of our own beauty and what we have to share with others down to human connections is all again based on our own inner power. So write those 10 fabulous things about yourselves. If you can't think of any, it's okay. Just start with one. Just write one wonderful thing about yourself. 
you know, there's that, again, a very popular exercise, as we know, in the law of attraction community, which is the mirror exercise, right? You look at yourself in the mirror and you say, I love you. And a lot of people can't do it for a long time because they're just, they're not attuned to looking into their own eyes in the mirror and saying, I love you. Because the mind is going through a lot of judgments and criticisms like, well, yeah, I love you. But, you know, you kind of have to lose about 10 more pounds, maybe. Or, you know, oh, are those bags under my eyes? You know what I mean? Like, we clutter up the mirror. Right, right. You know, I mean, you know, there's so many times like in, you know, that mirror work is very difficult for a lot of people to do because, you know, there seems to be, I love you, like you said, however, that little butt comes in, you know, get rid of the butt, you know. Or big butt. Yeah, right, Jim. <laughs> the list. Do the list first because when you get yourself really comfortable with a list of your own awesomeness, it gets easier and easier to work up to the mirror exercise. And by the time you get to the mirror exercise, you're not looking, you don't care about the visuals. You're like, hey baby, you're awesome. I just love you anyway. And that's where you want to get because your happiness exudes out of that self-love. And that happiness touches everybody that you come across in your life. So now what will happen is when you start getting into the habit of writing your 10 awesome things about yourself, start writing them in an I am format, which is easy to do because you're already recognizing those fun and nice kind things about yourself. It could be as simple as, you know, I'm kind, I'm a kind person, or, you know, I'm, I'm really nice with kids, whatever it is. Like it doesn't have to be, Hey, I'm awesome all the time, but you could say that too. Cause that's why not when you're in that mood, do it but just write anything nice about yourself and do it in the I am. So two things are happening here. You're, for, you're, you're clarifying, you're putting, well, actually many things are happening. You're redirecting your focus, but you're also affirming. You notice that? I right. am, I am, right. and you're removing that, you know, there's, you know how sometimes it can be a little bit complicated to do affirmations because you don't exactly believe it fully yet. And you're yes. trying to work up to that. Yes. Well, it, this doesn't even happen because you're already stating things you know about yourself. You're saying it as I am, I am and you're continuously reaffirming these, these benefits, these things about yourself that are great. So that just builds on the self-confidence, the self-esteem factor, which again helps with the clarity and the moving towards your goals and your manifestations. So keep it light, keep it fun. And that's, yeah, it doesn't have to be too complicated. You know, you can just keep going with it. Yeah. I love those uh, 10, um, the 10 I am awesome. Uh, uh, I really have never heard that before. And I'm actually going to implement that. You know, it's funny because I tend to use words like, oh, it was amazing. It's awesome. Like, and sometimes I had to give permission to myself. That's who I am. That's how I feel. I'm, I'm more positive like that, but sometimes I've, I've um, been hard on myself because I tend to overuse the words, but that's what I'm feeling. So I give myself permission to use that. And, you know, in looking at, um, and looking at this list every day, I think it'll be even better. So thank you so much for sharing those. Jim, I see we have uh, Grazia on the line. Do you want to take her on? Sure. Hey, Grazia. Hi, how are you? Hi, how are you today? <laughs> Finally got connection again. <laughs> yeah, we, well, we saw you were with us the whole show and dropped off. So we figured since you're back, we're going to call on you. How are you? How are you enjoying I'm, today's show? I'm good. It's, it's very interesting. It's nice to hear different perspectives on the, on the topic manifestations. And 
you know? So it's uh, uh, being a, a Reiki practitioner myself, it's nice to hear that she's implementing those, um, um, those ways of promoting and producing manifestation. <clears throat> yeah, and fun, and fun ways of doing it, right? Pardon? Fun ways of doing it, too. Fun ways of doing it, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what I found over the last two years is um, how powerful we are of our own minds and, and the beauty of our own power within. We can manifest anything we want. And sometimes <laughs> we have to be careful. You know what I mean? Sometimes we have to be careful of our thoughts because sometimes we're like, well, I didn't want that. Initially, you did think about it. And you did give it more thought than you should have. Therefore, you did bring it into your universe, right? Right. But so maybe we can maybe we can redirect that thought this time. <laughs> <laughs> well, next time, maybe I shouldn't give it too much thought, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it all goes back to the awareness, you know? Yes. 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 You know, yeah. and, and the clarity, it all goes back to the clarity. Let's get clear. You know, what was good for us by like five years ago, maybe isn't good in the now or maybe isn't good in the future. So you know, we, we always have that opportunity, right? To restate absolutely. and get clear on what it is that right now is going absolutely. to best serve us on and our journey. And that's one topic I wanted to touch on regarding the, um, the goal charts or the goal, um, you know, what do you call those? You guys were just talking about it. Oh, like oh, goals, it, the boards. Right. Vision board. Yeah. Goal charts. Yeah, yeah, those boards. They're good. You know, they're good for, for those who have and who want long-term goals. But sometimes those long-term goals are going to change. Exactly. Right? So right. let's say you have a long-term goal for the end of the year to be in a club. And you have to take certain steps to get to that club. So what can be beneficial for some to really understand is just because you want to be in that club doesn't mean you're going to be in it. You have to take the steps for yourself to get into that club, right? right. So there's um, little baby steps for people to understand that what's happening in the now is extremely important because that's all that matters. Exactly. That's only relevant is what's happening now. Yes, it's great to have these goals and these aspirations as, you know, what you want in life, but what's important is what you're doing now. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I I like that you brought up what, what, when something changes, like if you have those visionary boards, I know I did that is with something as simple as a car. And all of a sudden I decided to want, I took that car right off the board. You know, I had something else in mind now. So, you know, because I realized I was, I was manifesting these things and how powerful they are. Yeah. You know, now I have one, um, you know, seeing your beauty from inside out. And I kind of hung it like it's it's leaning. It's on, in a very pretty frame, though, and it's leaning against on my my guest towel bar. But it's all about beauty from the inside out. And, you know, and yeah. keeping our bodies in balance and hydration and all those things. So I can look at those every day. It's not like anything I can touch, but it's what I'm manifesting, how I'm feeling. How you're feeling, because sometimes yes. you need reminders on how wonderful we are and sometimes life gets in the way the 3d reality gets in our way whereas they'll throw off off course but you open that cupboard door and they'll be your reminder so again it's about self-love so you're loving yourself enough to give yourself those reminders which is beautiful absolutely you know absolutely too i believe that wholeheartedly yes 
Jim, I think we have someone else. Do you want to go to the next caller? Hi, how are you? Welcome to Calling All Angels radio show. Who do we have with us? What's your first name and where are you calling from? Hi, my name's Kavita. It's Dr. Kavita. I'm calling from California. Hi, Dr. Kavita. Nice for you. uh, Thank you for joining us. Thank you. I'm doing great here. And uh, uh, this is the first time I've actually uh, joined in on a show like this. And uh, thank you very much. Uh, It's a wonderful service that you're doing. Uh, That's the first thing I'd like to say. Oh, thank you. That gave me chills. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate you being here. Thank you. Well, the reason, one reason I say that is because uh, I'm a psychiatrist by training, and so uh, we cannot underestimate the importance of our worth. And uh, especially in these days and times, which can be very trying, it's uh, very important that uh, we take time to uh, value ourselves. And I'd also like to say, you know, I actually took a couple of notes as we were going through because there was a very powerful statements that were made. Um, you know, I summarized part of uh, Priya's talk and the two first points, first of all, recognize your power. I mean, what could be a more powerful statement than that? Uh, we have a power in of ourselves that tends to get faded out with the hustle and bustle, <clears throat> excuse me, of our daily grind and work and by challenges, both professionally and personally, you know, I can definitely speak for myself. And so recognizing one's power uh, is a very powerful statement. And then the second one was give to yourself. Because I think we tend to give a lot to other people. I know that I certainly do. And I think it's very important for us to take the time to uh, make the effort to carve out time and dedicate it to ourselves, our physical health, our emotional self and our spiritual self. We're not just material beings or professional beings. We have a spirit and a soul that needs to be recognized and nourished. So I very much appreciate that second point. And I loved the, <clears throat> the mantra, if you will, I love and accept myself because we tend to certainly accept a lot of other people. Um, I know I love myself on many levels, but I think it's important that we say it and remind ourselves of that. Um, I also like the reminder of uh, setting an intention to ask ourselves, what is your intention? Because that helps create a sense of mindfulness in our lives so that every time we take on an action, a project, or even a simple phone call uh, to a person, we want to ask ourselves, what's the purpose of this? It, invites the sense of purposefulness in our lives. And then also the point of building a vision, because like I said, we tend to get, you know, carried away with our daily grinds. We get worn out. Um, So building a vision helps create, you know, a sense of purpose towards a goal towards which we would like to strive. And also the importance of, you know, not dealing with fears, in advance, but just to take them as they come. That I think would help quell some anxiety uh, that we tend to sometimes uh, have. And I so agree, that's much healthier, right? It's a much healthier way to do it. It's a healthier perspective. Yes, Mm -hmm. why have fear in advance? There's so many things going on in life and unfortunate events 
Why worry about them before they come? I think we should take them on as they arise and take on daily practices that help us cultivate a sense of tranquility and gratitude. And then the point, celebrate life. You know, life is too short. We need to celebrate life. And I think that was that point to taking the time and to have fun and the importance of having fun. You know, why be serious all the time? We want to make these ventures, you know, a fun event. And then also the point of to keep moving forward because we can tend to get dragged back by things that happen, even on a daily basis. I think the point of to keep moving forward uh, is also another very powerful statement. So those are some of my thoughts that I really appreciated very much. I jotted them down in my journal here. And um, those are points that I'd like to kind of think about much on and then move forward myself, if you will. Oh, well, we are so happy that a that you are um, highlighting these because there was this this show today, I think, is chock full of so much great information and and we all can gain so much. We can gather so much information and tips and ways to move forward and to love ourselves and accept ourselves and get clear about setting our intentions and um, you know, forgiving ourselves and, and seeing where it is we want to go, said, you know, getting clear in our minds, like that clarity level we talked about. And it's, I think it's a beautiful thing. I love the fact that <laughs> I could see that you're a professional, that you took notes during the show. And, and I, I too found so many of the things super powerful. You know, I, I tend to need to go back to listen to some of these shows because I feel like in the middle of my hosting, I'm not really getting everything I need to get from the show. So when I re-listen to them, something else resonates with me and I walk away and, you know, I, I might work on that particular thing. Thank you so much for, for highlighting and sharing with us what this show did uh, for you and the, and the powerful things that you felt, um, um, you know, needed to be highlighted. Cause I re I really, I agree wholeheartedly with you on those. Thank you very much. And thank you. Thank you for the positive energy from Priya. For, for bringing this forward. It's a real service and for, for explaining it in these very simple and very light and, and loving terms. Thank you so uh, much. Thank you for being with us today. Oh, we thank Priya too, right, right. Jim? How, from the bottom of our hearts for being here today. Priya, uh, if you could let the listeners know um, how to get in touch with you. Sure, absolutely. Um, my website is www joyfullifemastery.com. There's all kinds of fun stuff on there. And you can also find a link to uh, my Facebook groups. We actually play a lot of games in one of them. And uh, there's a lot of fun stuff on that website. So uh, yeah, joyfullifemastery.com. Great. Well, it was uh, truly a pleasure having you on the show today. And hopefully uh, we'll have you back at some point my great pleasure and thank you so much for all that you do and continue to do for all the listeners out there i'm sure everybody benefits from all the shows that you host and thank you grazia so much for your input today i really appreciated all your points it was very powerful and uh, Kavita, thank you so much again for highlighting all of this is beautiful thank you and thanks and lots of love to all the listeners out there. Love I was you. just going to say um, thank you so much for being with us today. Uh, we, we are sending you so much love, uh, wishing you a beautiful week ahead. Thank you for being with us.
Thank you for listening to Calling All Angels Radio Show with Janine and Michael. If you would like to participate in our live show every Saturday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time, or have a private session with the angels, please visit our website at www.callingallangelswithjaneneandmichael.com. Have a great week.